This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. Inna alhamdulillahi nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'ghfiruhu wa nasta'hadeen wa na'udhu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa min sayyiyati a'amalina man yahdihillahu falamudilla lah wa man yudlil falahadiyalah وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله أرسله الله تعالى بين يدي الساعة بشيرًا ونغيرًا وداعيًا إلى الله بإذنه وسراجًا منيرًا فصلى الله عليه وعلى آله الطيبين الطاهرين ومن سار على نهجهم إلى يوم الدين يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار Indeed all praise and thanks is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the Lord of the worlds I bear witness that there is none worthy of worship except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone and that I bear witness that Muhammad صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم is his final messenger my dear brothers, my dear sisters, on this blessed day of Al-Jumu'ah, I ask Allah wa Taala to bless each and every single one of us, and that He subhanahu wa ta'ala has His mercy upon us, and that He allows our last speech to be La ilaha illallah. The great companion Hudhayfat ibn al-Yaman radiallahu an is a very special companion. In fact, all of the companions of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam are special and have their own special gifts and relationships with the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. However, Hudhayfa radiallahu anhu is special for, for what? He was the individual whom the Prophet sallam would share the secrets, disclose information to Hudhayfa radiallahu anhu in which no other would receive that information, that special information. In fact, many of the ahadith, many of the narrations that deal with alamatu sa'a, or the signs of the day of judgment, or events and trials and fitin, or matters that would happen towards the end of time were relayed by Hudhayfat ibn al-Yaman radiallahu anhu. And I want to mention a particular incident that happened between Hudhayfa radiallahu anhu, the great companion of the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and an individual whose name was Silah from the Tabi'een. So Hudhayfa radiallahu anhu's hadith is found in Sunan ibn Majah, and it is an authentic sound narration, in which the, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, يَدْرُسُ الْإِسْلَامَ كَمَا يَدْرُسَهُ وَشِيَ الثَّوْبِ That Islam will become worn out just as the clothes, they are worn out. Hatta until when? Hatta la yadri masiyamu wala sadaqa wala nusuk. Until time will come, the people will not know what fasting is, 
not charity or the pilgrimage. And that the verses of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that they will be taken up in one night. And that they will remain some people. That the older generation, these will remain. Not meaning that these are the only people that will remain. But these are the only people that will remain who will have some understanding. What will their understanding be? Yaqulun, meaning that the older generation, that they will say, Adrakna aba'ana, that we remember our forefathers. Ala hadhihi al-kalimah, la ilaha illallah, fanahnu naquluha. We remember our forefathers, the generations that came before us, and remember, we remember they used to say, La ilaha illallah. So the one who is hearing this sila, he says to Hudayfa, radiallahu an. They say, La ilaha illallah. How will La ilaha illallah benefit them? وَهُمْ لَا يَدْرُونَ مَسْيَامُ وَلَا صَدَقَ وَلَا نُسُكَ They have no idea of what fasting is, what charity is, and what pilgrimage is. What is the benefit of them saying, لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ He said this three times. On the first two occasions, Hudayfa radiallahu anhu ignores him. Doesn't say anything to him. Then on the third time after being, on the third occasion he is asked, Hudhayfa radiallahu anhi turns to him and says, Ya Sila, tunjihim minan nar. That this kalima of la ilaha illallah that they are saying will save them from the hellfire. This is in a time where it is clear when we, if you look at the hadith in more depth, that knowledge is taken away from the people. But what remains with those individuals, those people, and of course, it is all, if you like, relative to their time. That's all they had. But all they had, they held on to. If we look at ourselves now, when we compare ourselves, and this is in the latter, later times, akhir zaman. And you know when you pick up a book, or a very famous book by Ibn Kathir, rahimahullah, talking about the signs of the Day of Judgment. Ibn Kathir, rahimahullah, we're talking about a great alim who lived, what, 750 years ago, 800 years ago. People were thinking signs of the day of judgment, akhir zaman, the end of times. They were thinking it's far away. When people read the same things, akhir zaman, they think, you know, the end of times, thinking it's far away. Centuries have passed and we are centuries closer to akhir zaman. With our life as it stands at the moment, changing on a daily basis. The world is a different place now. Towards the end of time, people will only know la ilaha illallah, but they will hold on to it. Because they don't have anything else. And relative to them, that's absolutely everything. But if we look at ourselves now, the access to knowledge, your devices... Masajid, you are in a great blessing. So in relative terms, who is in a better position? Yes, they may have less. But what they have less of, they hold on to everything. 
And now for us, at the very least, is it not enough for us? Or is it not upon us to actually know the meaning of La ilaha illallah? Not something we inherited from our forefathers and that we have access to understandings, what it actually means, what it means to be a Muslim, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us guidance to preserve your Islam, to preserve your identity as a Muslim. But there are so many things which will edge away at that if you're not careful. This worldly life, the many celebrations that are pushed and given to you, and you isolate one celebration, it doesn't really matter. The celebration of the New Year's, or the Christmas, or the Valentine's, or the Mother's Day, this day and that day. If you isolate one of them, maybe it's not such a big problem. But it's the principle. That what guidance did Allah Taala give to you to preserve your deen? deen. One of the objectives of Islam is to protect itself. And anything that may take anything away from that should be then put to one side. It is not there to restrict your life. It is there to preserve your life. So how important it is for us to understand the reality. And we're talking about the foundation of our deen. The very basics of our religion. And at times it is important for us to go back to the very building blocks of our deen. To understand what it means to say la ilaha illallah. That when Allah Taala tells us in the deen in Islam, that the deen accepted only to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala is al Islam, and what is al Islam is to surrender to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala with what kalima? La ilaha illallah. This is the key. This is the foundation of everything, and for us to be ignorant of that is the biggest calamity any individual can face on earth. Not loss of money, not loss of health, but the misunderstanding concerning their own religion. Islam, having a misunderstanding of how do you worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us all. All praise belongs to Allah. And may the peace and blessings of Allah be upon his final messenger, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So the theory of what I've just said to you, you agree with. Very important. Yes, mashaAllah, good. a good word on the mimbar. Something that was mentioned on the day of Jumu'ah was a good word. However, this is part of the ilm. This is part of the knowledge that is given to you from the Quran and the Sunnah. But it doesn't stop there and should never stop there. Because ilm, acquiring the knowledge is half of the job. The next half of the job is you implementing it. And allowing that knowledge to become part of your identity. So what is the amal now? What is the action now? There's no need to refer you to the books of the great ulama, although important. Something very simple for you to refer to. Something every single one of us have memorized. Something all of us, from the smallest of children, 
from the age of three and four and five, we teach them. Teach them and know the ma'ani, the meanings of what? Surah Al-Fatiha. Because within Surah Al-Fatiha, Umm Al-Quran, the mother of the chapters of the Quran, the message of the entire Quran you can find in Surah Al-Fatiha. The meanings of La ilaha illallah are there in Surah Al-Fatiha. So this is the amal. For us to go back to Surah Al-Fatiha, to understand Surah Al-Fatiha, and how that will increase my knowledge, in La ilaha illallah. So if you're asked, La ilaha illallah, what does it mean to you? Maybe you'll give a meaning of its ma'ana, of its meaning. You know, what its intended meaning. There is no one deserving of or worthy of worship except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. One of the translated meanings. Okay. But when you read Surah Al-Fatiha, is there, is there something more than that? When you say, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. All praise, thanks, it belongs to and is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Rabbul Alameen. The Lord of the worlds. So Allah Jalla wa'ala is Ar-Rabb. What is Ar-Rabb? The creator, the sustainer, the owner, the controller of all of the affairs in the universe. So when you say, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, your affirmation of La ilaha illallah, part of that is to affirm Allah's lordship, that he created everything. That he subhanahu wa ta'ala is in control of the universe. Nothing happens except by his permission. And that he subhanahu wa ta'ala is the owner of everything. And sustains everything. Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim. The most merciful, the most beneficent. That to, to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, walillahi al-asma'ul husna. That to, to Allah jalla wa'ala belongs the most beautiful names and attributes. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's all-encompassing mercy to all of the universe. Those who believe, those who disbelieve. Ar-Rahim, that special mercy that is given only to the believers. Another aspect of Allah's tawheed of la ilaha illallah, his names and attributes. Maliki yawmiddin or maliki yawmiddin, the owner, the king of the day of judgment. All accountability goes back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You alone we worship, you alone we seek aid. The essence of La ilaha illallah. The same message that was taught from Adam السلام, to Prophet Muhammad وسلم, to worship only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to avoid all partners, intermediaries from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We ask Allah Jalla wa ala to guide us to a true understanding of La ilaha illallah. اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم اغفر لنا يا رب العالمين ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا أذاب النار وقنا الصلاة This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org.